I am John, Whoopi impersonator and a Ladrin warlock with the Warriors of the Stars. Along came Jason, my bearded friend. Fabulous secret ideas revealed to me the day he came to my house and said, I want to make a podcast! Only two others share this secret. Eric of the Loch Ness and Jacob. Together we started talking about toys, comics, games, and movies on the Super Awesome Geek Show! Hi, this is Ashley Eckstein, voice of Ahsoka Tano, and thank you for listening to the Super Awesome Geek Show. Nice. All right, guys, so we're two years old. How does that make you feel? Since I'm new, it makes me feel awesome for you, and then the rest of <laughs> Yeah, yes. you, you and Jason grew two years in, like, half the time that the rest of us did. <laughs> I know, isn't that amazing? Instant grow. It, I tell you, it, it went like a blink of an eye. It was yeah, amazing. yeah. Rob, what have you, you've been about a year and a half, right? Yeah, thereabouts. Yeah, I, right? I can't believe it's 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 been that long. It, it's kind of mind blowing, actually. Right, right. It, it doesn't seem like it's been that long. <laughs> well, everybody, what we're talking about is this is the Super Awesome Geek Show. I'm Jod. You just heard from Rob, Christina, and Jason, all of whom are on the Super Awesome Geek Show, and we're here to celebrate our second year anniversary. We are two years old. Yay! Yay! Did you make a cake? Is there a party? Is there like punch or alcohol or I don't know? What do you have at balloons? <laughs> well, at two years old, I think you go to prison if, if you give it <laughs> alcohol. Yeah, you, we can't give a two-year-old alcohol. What are you talking about? It's terrible. Why, I mean, why it's aren't we having you know, this party? Changing it snappy and putting it in the back room to go to sleep. <laughs> Besides, Christina, the whole thing about alcohol and podcasting, it's been taken. Bruise and Blasters, Chris Sultan, yeah. and Joe, you know, so we, we can't really copy those guys. They're our friends. Oh, <laughs> talking about it just think of it more of an homage there you go yes we are paying go. an homage it is now bruise and super awesome geek show <laughs> combining forces there you go <laughs> or or in my case pretty much you know all the time pot and podcasting there you go <laughs> that actually goes together doesn't it <laughs> that's right uh, would it be podcasting at that point <laughs> I, I don't know that, that might be a little bit much you have to have a whole show on it just for that right Oh, God. <laughs> well, so, um, yeah, two years. Man, a lot has gone on. I wanna, I, first off, I want to do a couple of thank yous. I want to I thank the original crew that got this started. Jason Rigdon, Eric Locke, and Jacob Balecki, which only one on the show to this day is Jason and myself. So the other two are out. But Eric was the one who did the intro music, and uh, that's partially why it hasn't changed, because I can't recreate that <laughs> but i'm gonna change the ending very soon because i do have just the music and i can uh i can um make sure that everybody all the new guys who have joined us like christina Pryor and jason Connolly and uh tyler brown dean richard and michael munz which is awesome thank you all guys for joining us and letting this continue Absolutely. Happy to be here. Thank you for having us. Not kicking us off after the first couple tries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've actually kicked anybody out. It's... Well, I felt a lot better when it felt more selective, John. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, then we will, we'll, we'll pretend I didn't say that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. trust me. If there was anybody he was going to kick off, the thing would have been my ass. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> 
You're and our then buffer I, zone. And then I'm just so much fun. He just keeps me around for giggles and grins. Well, and I need a backpack. That's true. I need a backpack. <laughs> and a bearded backpack. No, I'm just oh. <laughs> Hashtag. Uh, it was funny the other that day. That has a whole different meaning in certain communities. I'm just throwing that oh, out okay, there. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, that's let's, true. Let, yeah, let's yeah, not yeah. go there. All right, <laughs> maybe we should stop with the backpack thing. <laughs> no, it was funny the other day. What, what, what was it, Christina? You and I were talking back and forth about something, and then um, I was like, "Here's the perfect one," and it was a picture of Leia hugging Chewie. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, "I'm Chewie, and you're Leia." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> We share funny pictures. Yes, you know, yes. And, yes. and um, the selfies from the Star Wars app, that one's the oh, best. Oh, have you seen those? Those are great. <laughs> okay, that one that you shared earlier on the uh, on the Twitter, uh, you looked, like, seriously stoned right there. Like, <laughs> you got the camera in your, like, Jedi robes and was like, <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I want some of that because that, that looks amazing. <laughs> I liked the carbonite ones. I he did really fun. good in the carbonite. Mine was bad. Oh, yours was pretty good. Oh God, I don't do any any of the apps. I know like uh, some people are doing like Snapchat and and, and other things like that too. I was oh, like, I it's, it's just. Oh God, it's just better for me if I if I don't. I mean, <laughs> uh, it, it's hard for me to take a photogenic picture in the first place. Uh, I'm much better behind the camera than I than I tend to be in front of it. Um, so so that's just asking for trouble, especially if there's nerd theme involved, because I'll just keep on doing it over and over and over and over again until it's eaten up like eight hours. <laughs> a day. Well, I will say that I am tired of the puppy dog snap. I mean, give me something different, but they're keeping that one around. Um, there's one where it looks like you're vomiting a rainbow. Uh, there's a oh, tomato yeah. one where it turns your face like a tomato. And then if you open your mouth, seeds come out. It, there's all <laughs> kinds of fun stuff yeah. on there. Oh, boy. Yeah, no, this, I, this is I'll just Instagram. <laughs> this stuff is just from the Star Wars app, the official app. They have uh, a little photo, like selfie area. They have emojis and they have gifs, right? Gifs, gifs, whatever yeah. we call them these days. I go with gifs, man. I don't care what official people say. What it is, <laughs> it, it, it has been in the vernacular as gifs for yeah, uh, about as long as I can remember them being. Right. Yeah, yeah so just, just, just like an ad at it's an ad at. It's not an ATAT. I don't care what anyone says. It's, it's an ad at. Oh. Yes. <laughs> well, and it it's GIF is peanut butter. Get over it. <laughs> there you go. Without nuts. <laughs> exactly. With nuts, depending on your uh, perspective, I guess. Well, well, our show is definitely with nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mixed nuts. <laughs> A bag of mixed nuts. <laughs> So guys, wow, yes. what the hell? I suddenly have a coughing fit here. Um, what I'd like to ask, since this is a, a, like a year, we could consider this sort of like a yearly end cap, recap, whatever you want to call it. So what are some of your favorite things of the year, this past year? Like shows, uh, any movie that, I mean, okay, Star Wars. Everyone's going <laughs> to <all right. laughs> We all are going to say Star Wars, but let's put that one aside and say, what's our second favorite thing of the whole last year? Did you have anything that really stood out that you were like, this was such a great thing. I really recommend it to everyone. Books, uh, books, that's... comics, games, whatever. Okay. I, can I go first? Do you care? Go ahead. Okay. Um, I will say if in the movie category, I'm going to give a couple of the movie category. In the movie category, 
I would say after Star Wars, Deadpool. Yeah. Um, for me, anyway. Um, a TV show, uh, I would say Daredevil has topped it. Arrow's doing pretty good. Um, don't read too many comics, so couldn't give you anything there. Books-wise, there are far too many to name. But in the sci-fi realm, we've got two of them as part of the podcast, two of the guys, and another one, She's I know she's coming on soon. So I don't want to give them away yet. Okay, okay. all right. But, but you're you know, saying you like Dean and Michael's books. Well, yeah. From our I show. Mean, I've, you know, yeah. They're, those dudes can write, man. <laughs> you know, their brains are just, I sit there and read the words and go, wow, I would have never thought of that. You know, and so, hence, I like it. If there's stuff I would have thought of myself, then it's just like, eh, that was entertaining. But yeah. they take you to places and things that you just don't think of. And I like when books do that. You're like, wow. So they, are, so they are definitely crafters of words, right? Like sentences. They are. The way that they structure them. They are. It's like a craft more than just someone sitting down and writing. Yes. Awesome. I- and I'm currently reading, um, I've stalled on it because things have been busy, um, reading one of Michael's other books in his uh, in his three book series. Oh, yes, yeah. His fantasy series, right? Mm, yes. Yeah. All right, Rob, you're up. What do you think? Ooh, for movie, it's got to be uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, nice. That m- movie for me is just amazing on so many levels. Uh, you, you, you own it yet? Uh, sadly enough, I do not, but okay. that's because I'm waiting for the, uh, for the supposed, uh, other cuts. The special that, release uh, that, yeah. That, uh, that <sighs> Miller's promised us, uh, that the studios have denied so far. Um, oh. I, I really want something that kind of has everything yeah. on it, don't including some- the black and white cut. Don't they sometimes put those out like six months to a year after the initial release? I mean, sometimes they can take a while. They do, but but uh, when when uh, George Miller was talking about them, uh, talking about the the video release uh, b- before before uh, the, the the drop, um, he said that it was going to also include a director's cut as well as the black and white cut. Oh, so okay. so so it, it was something that was promised on the initial release that was just wasn't delivered. Um, so so you know, sadly enough, uh, uh, I, I'm still waiting for for the the, the promised uh, set of doom here. Uh, let's see. Other than that, um, you know, if I'm being honest about like nerd movies in 2015, I, I thought that we were given a lot of good but not great. And uh, I think that there was a, a fair amount of disappointment kind of thrown in there as well. So, um, you know, it, it is what it is, but but it gives us uh, uh, hope here that 2016 is going to be a bit better. Uh, yeah. You know, um, like Age of Ultron could have been awesome, but was a bit tortured. And, and, and you know, we, we've seen a lot of stuff after the fact that, you know, has, you know, led us to, to see why. Um, Ant-Man was just a beat off from from being uh great i think yeah but, but it just, it i enjoyed it hit. i enjoyed it it just wasn't the like a it wasn't the same thrill as some of the others yeah yeah I, and that was the first one for me where it really really felt formulaic like like like, like it, it felt like the rinse wash repeat uh ah that's you know, for, 
that you could know? be yeah you could have hit it on the head with that that could be and oh. i was just like subconsciously tuning into it without really being aware of what's that yeah because i was just trying to figure out i like the film but there's one thing off like what is the thing that's off it maybe that's just it it feels formulaic yeah mm. yeah yeah you know so so i'm i'm much, I'm really looking forward to what's coming up with uh, with uh, Civil War, uh, but uh, but but last year's Marvel movies, I gotta say, as much as I because because I you know me, I tend to be uh, kind of a cheerleader with with a lot of these. I, I gotta say that uh, it was a bit disappointing. Hmm. You know, sure. TV wise though, um, Daredevil knocked it out of the park. Um, I thought Jessica Jones very solid. Um, you know, so, so we got some good stuff on the Netflix side of things and, uh, Christina already mentioned some, some solid stuff on the, on the network side of things. So yeah, I'm not going to retread that ground. I mean, I'm, I'm still enjoying walking dead. I'm still enjoying fear the walking dead. I'm still enjoying game of Thrones mm-hmm. tonight. Yay. So by, <laughs> by the time they hear this in the morning on Monday, they will, uh, have everyone will have already watched game of Thrones, I guess. <laughs> But, I'm so um, bad with those because I gave up on so many of those like so early on that, and, that I and, don't even have the context for them anymore. Yeah, and then it's too hard to catch back up because then you got what? Oh, there's six seasons now. Jeez, I don't want to watch that much TV to try and catch up. You know? <laughs> well, hey, I don't mind binging on stuff that that I really want to see. You know? Yeah. Uh, I did right. start Fear the Walking Dead, and I thought that was uh, I thought that was better than than it got um credit for. Yes. Honestly, yes. Like, like, I thought that was really kind of underrated. Uh, I heard a lot of people kind of bitching and complaining about it. And when I watched it, um, and maybe it's because, hey, I stopped watching Walking Dead like back in season three. But 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 I thought it was a solid series. Good build up. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, uh, the effects, of course, are going to be spot on because they always are. Yeah. Um, but but I do not see what people were complaining about. I thought that was actually pretty good. I thought it was uh, a very uh, I mean. Obviously, it's zombies and stuff, but I mean, oh, sure. I, I could imagine if you were in that position, there was points where I could see myself acting like one or two of the other characters. But then there were also times where I was like, all right, you've seen this before. Just sit him in the head. Do it quick. Yeah. Kill him yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop him. <laughs> I'm like, in my world, after one person turns into a zombie that I, I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? I don't believe you're a zombie because that just seems ludicrous. So something <laughs> must be wrong with you. You're sick. But then as soon as I see you start trying to bite me and attacking me and mm-hmm. the only way to stop you is to bash you in the head, that's when my brain goes, okay, zombies are real. And then everyone else who comes at me, I'm just bashing them in the head. You know, I'm like, I'm not waiting to see Earl. Are you okay? Again, yeah, yeah. I, I would be like, after one, no, no, no. I figured out what's going on. I'm hitting everybody in the head now. <laughs> well, it's like George Clooney in friggin' From Dust Till Dawn, you know? It's just like, you know... Yeah, obviously we know that there are no such thing as vampires. These things are clearly vampires. Can we all agree that what we are dealing with is vampires? You know, it's just like <laughs> that common sense kind of approach to it, right? <laughs> um, but I love like the scene in the uh, where they're like in the uh, the aqueduct, the LA River, you know, and the kind of the first time that they're dealing with a zombie and and uh, you know like shooting it in different spots, and nothing's really happening, and they finally. Yeah. You know, uh, but but that that whole kind of like learning process where they're all kind of like really squeamish about it and and, and everything as you would if you know you think that somebody is alive, you know, coming to attack. Yeah, you. yeah. Um, uh, but but the thing I liked is that they learned from that experience yeah. for future encounters too. It wasn't like you know, uh, like so many 
things like like where where honestly where I gave up on Walking Dead was where where I felt they weren't being consistent with their own rules. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and uh, with this, it's like there's consistency there because hey, you're gonna learn from from what you sort of figured out before. Yeah, and I feel like they did that pretty successfully in in Fear the Walking Dead, where where in kind of the 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 main series it it, it kind of veered away from that for for a while. I he- I heard it's tightened up a lot. Oh it, yeah, yeah. You know, I've I've heard since like season five ish or so that it's like really gotten good again, um, but uh, but I, but just haven't treaded those waters. I really enjoyed this last season of The Walking Dead. I think it was one of the best. But it's getting to that point that you're right. You're gonna go through a few that are eh to get there, and that's the mm-hmm. kind of sucky thing about it. You know, it's kind of like. You know, everyone was always like, well, the first season of Battlestar Galactica sucks. You just got to kind of get through it, and then the second one picks up, you know? And yeah, you're like, yeah. well, I don't, don't want to bother that. <laughs> uh, I get that, though, but it's this, it was the same way with Supernatural for me. I The first season I tried to watch probably three times before I finally plowed through it and got into the rest of the show and, and found out it was actually fun. That's how it was uh, with Doctor Who. I couldn't get past, the, you know, of the newer stuff. I couldn't get past that oh. first Doctor. You didn't like Eccleston. I remember you telling yeah, me about that. I'm sorry. I know so many people. I mean, I like him as an actor. I just didn't like his, his Doctor Who, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. So That's funny. I'm watching him. I'm actually re-watching that now, which is which is kind of, well, not right now, but yeah. over the last uh, couple of days, I've been re-watching uh, some of those early Eccleston ones because it's been a while. Yeah. And, and um, well, I know, thought... Maybe I should go back and revisit them because I really got into all the other doctors after that and have really enjoyed them all. And I'm like, maybe now that I know more of the Doctor Who lore and how this whole thing is going, I could revisit season one with Eccleston and appreciate it more. You know, maybe understand where he's coming from more when he was developing that character in his own way, you know? Or maybe you're going to think he's a giant douche and just going to like him. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the point is I was thinking of revisiting it, you know? Yeah, it's worth looking back on at, at least, you know? So, Rob, I want to do one more question with you before we run on to uh, Jason. Yes, sir. Uh, your, your pick of comics. What what do you think? So, a couple, couple good series that came out this last year or just continued that were just oh, really uh, great. Uh, Tokyo Ghost. Oh, right. man, yeah. Right. Uh, Sean Murphy, because damn um <laughs> just damn 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 uh there's a, a few staples kind of the, the, that that I've been picking up for for a bit Wicked and the Divine uh I'm just a big fan of I uh, just picked the two first two graphic novels up I got to read those yeah Oh it's so good it is so good That's uh, uh Kieran Gillian Gillen right yeah, yeah yeah and the crew I mean th- those guys all together are just doing a fantastic job Oh, it's it's an incredible book. If, if you haven't read it yet, it's it's really really cool. It's it's um, it's an it's a murder mystery in 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 context here, and that context is that a group of twelve gods resurrect every ninety years to uh, to uh, um, grace mankind with their presence, <laughs> and one of the gods is the murder victim. So so. Um, uh, which is the first of its kind. Um, let's see another series, Lady Killer, uh, which is oh yeah, utterly phenomenal. Uh, uh, what Jolene? What's her name? Jolene? Oh, uh, it's uh, 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 it starts uh, with a J, right? Come on. Oh crap! It, is it? Uh, why is this escaping my brain right now? Joelle. Uh, 
uh, Joel Jones. Jones. Yes, there we go. Yes. yes. We'll uh, put it between the two of us. We'll put it together. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I, and the sad thing is that I have the trade within five feet of me right now. I'm just not sure exactly where within five feet of me. <laughs> um, but that is an amazing, amazing series with just a ton of style. Yeah. Um, and real unique. Oh yeah. I, mean, I, will be, I, I can't remember ever having a story coming from that angle before. No, Nothing no. Nothing like it, really. It, it's true. Uh, it, it's really interesting because, because especially in this day and age, where we're exploring, when we're exploring um, characters having agency, especially uh, you know uh, people of color, women, so on in in uh, in different media, um, it, it's kind of interesting to to look at an era like the fifties in which this is set, yeah, um, with a female character who has a tremendous amount of agency yet has to pretend that she doesn't in yeah. order to fit in with, you know, in, in her daily life. Um, basically the main character is a, is an assassin for hire. Uh, and so during the day, but she's uh, a housewife. <laughs> yeah. That's the amazing thing. She juggles all. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, she's murders by day and, uh, and cooks, cleans and maintains the home, you know, when her husband gets home, which is hilarious. Uh, it's just, it's an amazing dichotomy. Um, and, and, and it's really just interestingly explored. Uh, and, the ho- and the housekeeping really, really helps because sometimes there's a lot of blood left in a kitchen and she just has to clean that up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I got it. Like the first big fight scene really reminds me of the fight um, in Kill Bill uh, between uh, the bride and uh, Vivica Fox. Kind oh, of okay. Yes, yes. It has that same kind of dynamic energy. Yeah. First time I've seen that like really like well and truly captured uh in uh, a comic sequence and like like it is fantastic yeah um so well hey there there's there's three right there and uh yeah and we did have her on for a quick spot do you remember that hmm? i got her like two years ago at emerald City. Yeah, yeah 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 and so. we gave away a signed number one <laughs> which oh. which someone out there is real happy now because <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. Well, especially that number the number one yeah was real short printed too yeah yeah um so it was a hard one to find um only a few weeks after that comic came out it was tough to find oh yeah 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 it it was it was gone very quickly oh oh uh one more to throw out there that's just really phenomenal sorry um descender uh, by Jeff Lemire and Dustin Wynn. I haven't read uh, that one yet. Oh, it's really, really great. What, what, what now, companies put it out? Uh, it's an image book an image? as well. Okay, yep. uh, there are so many books that are being put out by... by image that uh, are great. <laughs> by image, yeah. Uh, Lady Killer is being put out by Dark Horse. That's a Dark Horse. I want to throw yeah. that out there. Yeah. Um, but see, Dark and, Horse and Boom have also been putting out some really good uh, artist creative uh what do you say creator owned kind of you know oh yeah yeah, yeah. Like, uh boom put out Dayman. yeah I don't, it was last year i think it was qu- the year before like tail end of the year before is when it's at least started uh, well technically it counts it continued in 2015 um about the uh mortal servants of uh vampires uh-huh. Uh, and the politics and other things that they have to oh, deal with during cool. the day while vampires are asleep. Um, and that was uh, Matt Gagnon and uh, uh, um, Brian Stelfreeze 
kind of coming back into uh, comics after a long time away. Yeah. Uh, and and he's actually now the uh, artist on Black Panther. Uh, the new one that comes. Did, did it just the, drop or is it coming? Oh, out? yeah. It, it dropped uh, yeah, right? a couple weeks ago, immediately sold out, written yeah. by uh, ta Coates and uh and uh uh the artwork by brian stelfries and another book that i just absolutely cannot say enough good things about it is really really fantastic so far I have to you know i mean it. it's, it's 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 one issue in so you know admittedly take that with a, a little bit of a grain of salt i suppose yeah but, but it's setting some really great groundwork and i'm really really looking forward to seeing what comes next um it, it's the first Oh, you'll probably appreciate this, uh, appreciate this, John. It's the first Marvel book I've added to my pull list in probably 10 years. Wow, yeah. Wow. Well, hey, let's go on to Jason here. Hey, here I am. Have you enjoyed listening to us? You know, it's fascinating because I, I am writing down actually so um things to look so, at. <laughs> well I gotta tell you, yeah, it's 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 I am so impressed with the the panel that is always on this show and the passion and it takes time to invest in this passion and I'm just getting all kinds of, you know, okay, image books. I got to go check them out. You know, I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, seeing what's in their library is, and that's one of the things that I love being the noob, yeah. the new guy here. You, you definitely <laughs> don't want to miss that section of the store. Like if you go into corner comics there where Rob works, yeah. you don't, and don't just look at the Marvel and DC. Right. The, the right. main thing, the main guys, you know, yes. what, don't forget to look at the other, that, that the other column of comics where yes. you got image and boom and dark sure. horse you dark know horse, yeah. they, they they put out some good stuff and lately i mean i gotta say rick like people like rick remender their oh. creator owned stuff is by far better so much better than any of the mainstream and it's just incredibly imaginative and just blows your mind like almost every other issue you know well, and I said it, that across the board, even yeah. like all of these folks who have written for the big guys, uh, you know, Matt Fraction, Casey yes. DeConnick, um, yes. uh, you know, Rick Remender, the, these guys, these are all folks who are absolutely top of their game uh, writers um, and wrote amazing stuff uh, over with with the big guys and their creator own stuff is better. Yeah, because yeah. they've. Not well, yeah, to it. I wasn't you, implying that the stuff they did for Marvel and DC was bad. Right. It was great as well. But oh, yeah. there's stuff it's that just, they have complete control over is just another step above that. Oh my god. Absolutely. And Brian K. Vaughn's another one. Oh who, yes, Vaughn. Like, Holy cow. Killed it with the creator owned stuff. Like everything like, he does. Yeah. Gold. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, G. Willow Wilson, she she is amazing. Um, you know, another another writer who who I have huge amounts of respect for. Um, I mean, uh, she she wrote uh, uh, Miss Marvel, uh, really, you know, very foundational, and that is a practicing Muslim herself. And uh, was spent, that the was that the one right after Deconics? No, uh, that was uh, Deconic did Captain Marvel, who used to be Miss Marvel, and then um, and then so she now was, they're two different people. Yeah, so so oh. well, 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 kind of like how it was back in the day, okay, right? Okay. I, you know, Miss Marvel was Captain Marvel's sidekick back in the seventies oh. when she was there. <laughs> okay. You know, okay. And yes, so, yes, yes. So now this Miss Marvel is um, a young Pakistani girl, a Pakistani American 
a girl who is Muslim lives in a, a you know a, a very diverse community, um, and you know like like G Willow Wilson herself, you know is who who is um, uh, a practicing uh, Muslim, who who was an investigative journalist uh, writing against the regime in Egypt uh, for about a decade for Cairo magazine. If if that tells you the cojones on this lady, wow. I mean, this, she is incredible, and she's written a graphic novel, Cairo. She wrote a, a series for for Vertigo called Air, incredible. And then, and then, uh, Miss Marvel was kind of her sort of mainstream debut, as it were. But to to such amazing acclaim and to and to such an amazing reception, you know, I mean, you're talking about not only about a, a hero for young girls, but but a a hero. Um, that uh where where uh muslim folks can 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 go hey look a hero who's like me you know and the, where where it's very respectful to to you know culture and religion yeah. and whatnot you know totally so there's a couple more for you jason oh, yeah and that's exactly why i love this community is you could say one word and then boom, it blows up into this whole, whole not only fascinating conversation, but also just all these kind of tips and 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 just how much creative energy is out there outside the big guys. And I'm curious, actually, that does bring up a curiosity question I have: is is do you think that when those writers, when they left the 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 major you know the marbles and so forth and were able to do their own thing do you think that was kind of a freedom that they had they didn't have to fit maybe a certain formula that marvel has had to follow because it's always worked i'm not knocking marvel i'm just simply trying to articulate a question here so i'm not trying to oh, no. you know, get bad emails to me but do you think there's a certain you know a liberation with with respect to that going hey i can break some rules because getting all these new creative stories out being like a huge thing at DC and Marvel, you know, where they're always kind of getting in and, and dictating, well, as you would, sure. uh, I suppose, as, as, as editors, um, you know, the, the content and, and flow of, of stories and, 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 and so on and so forth and how they have to fit into the larger universe. I mean, uh, those guys have to worry more about, about uh, backlash and context within within continuity mm. probably more than anything else you know and and so there are a lot of rules that 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 they would have to follow in terms of what certain characters can and can't do um you know what characters are allowed to do within the the universe like for example marvel put down an edict several years ago where no character in the marvel universe is allowed to be portrayed smoking mm. uh, yeah. you know so so which is why you never see wolverine or nick fury that's with, right. Uh, Big fat stogie anymore. Yeah, you know? which they used to back in the day. Yeah, you're yep, right. All the time. I mean, yeah. that was like Wolby always had a big cigar hanging out yeah, of it. That's right. Know? And I mean, that was uh, kind of a thing for Nick Fury, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. For, for Especially during the Howling Commandos, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so, so <clears throat> for example, that's that's a behavior that was dictated through editorial. You know, the that was a wide sweeping one throughout the Marvel universe. Admittedly, only <sighs> characters smoked. But, mm-hmm. but but it did certainly affect the, you know how uh, they were allowed to be portrayed and and that's just tip of the iceberg that's just one one of the yeah. the myriad of rules I'm sure that uh, a creator is dictated to when they get a book I mean I've, I've seen like the style guide w- uh, for a book when when an artist gets it and and you know 
exactly you know how they're allowed to portray a character and and, and so on and so forth um and i imagine it's probably something fairly similar for a writer yeah that's um, true they you know they probably couldn't do um something like tokyo ghosts artwork in a marvel comic they just probably wouldn't let people draw spider-man that way mm-hmm. you know what i mean i mean would you do you agree or do you think it i I think it depends on the artist. Like, like uh, you know, we, we think of guys like, say, like, you know, uh, like, like uh, Sean Gordon Murphy does have a very stylized, you know, uh, kind of kind of way of, of doing things. But I wouldn't say that it's any more so stylized than, say, like a guy like Todd McFarlane, you know. Who, That's, yeah, he changed the whole industry with his artwork, though. Yeah, and changed you know the whole I mean? Spider-Man and yeah, how he yeah. portrayed. I mean, he was the first guy to really do the big fat eyes, yeah. which is really carried on till the really today. and the really pointy toes and the and the yeah. spaghetti webbing. The webbing, it, yes, yeah. You know? He, I mean, that webbing stayed ever since. <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Uh, you know, so 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 it really. I think it really depends. Like, like I think that honestly i think marvel would be very happy to get a guy like sean gordon murphy on there just because he's sean gordon murphy (laughs) um but uh but here's the cool thing is that you're getting him on batman so i'm not gonna complain about that yeah post rebirth okay so so um okay well yeah then i guess he can and i and i hope he uses that same real stylized look and oh yeah yeah i mean that could be really interesting uh, Look up some of his previous uh, little uh, pieces that he's done on Batman, and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Speaking of uh, Batman, man, someone came in the store, and I'm sitting there at the register, and they bring up the very first appearance of Jason Todd. Nice. And we had it in the regular bin for just half price. So (laughs) he got the first appearance of Jason Todd for like... What seventy five cents or something? And he probably used a coupon. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't think it was a coupon day, but I was just. He's like, man, first appearance of Jason Todd. I'm like, I know. I was yeah. just. I was watching as you walked up, going, "Don't you freaking tell me that was just in the bin?" <laughs> you know, like, God. Oh, so um, you know, don't be afraid to check out all the little random comics that are in the bins at half price books because you just might find a gem for 75 cents (laughs) yeah i mean it looked really nice too so well damn stuff down there at some point here (laughs) (laughs) the search through the store and all the bins going hey what did i find you never know what gems are going to be hidden that's what keeps me coming back yeah, yeah <laughs> that's where jason and i did we first meet that's, at the store that's exactly where we met yeah right yeah so i cool. was doing my usual uh uh half price books uh walking tour and uh yep second home yeah and next second thing, home and next thing you know we're friends and you're on the yep. show then <laughs> here we are yeah <laughs> it's amazing when you uh, allow great things to happen and Boom. So let's go on to movies. Uh, what's your favorite pick? Do you have a pick for this? Yeah, I do have a favorite pick. And this is going to kind of ties into what we were talking about earlier, you know, when the creatives kind of leave and, and kind of do their own thing. I'm very, very fascinated to see now that Disney has added these, these I'll call them newer properties, you know, with the Marvel and with the Star Wars. Um, for me, the, the surprise movie was Deadpool. Yeah, hands down was was absolutely uh, I I wasn't expecting too much. I was rooting for Ryan Reynolds because I like him. 
But I got to tell you, I was kind of sitting back going, I, you know, I just don't know. And that's an interesting one because, you know, that is – that was uh, – uh, wasn't uh, the Deadpool, isn't that Marvel Studios, ergo owned by Disney themselves? No, it's uh, it's over with uh, the mutant properties with Fox, so that's why it's oh. separate from everything else. Okay, because um, I was going to ask the question of going, wow, they kind of got away with some, well, you know, some sense of humor that wouldn't necessarily be, you know, considered yeah. Disney language. Oh, yeah. And, okay, okay oh, yeah. that answers that question. <laughs> Yeah, so, I I think Rob, isn't it right that they, as long as they keep making movies, they have the rights. It's a, yes. it's 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 basically their choice when it when it's given up. Oh. Yeah, they have X number of years that yeah. they have to make oh, a, a property. Yeah, um, yeah. If they don't make a film within a certain number of years, like say three years or something, it might not really be that. But if they don't do it every three. I think it's seven. Is it seven? Uh, if I recall correctly. So they have a long time to let, um, it, let it rest if they need to. I think it's 18 within initial acquisition, and then it's seven from a previous work that 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 secured you those rights. So so I I I, uh, I, I think I, I could be completely yeah. off, but 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 those are the numbers that are popping into my head. And I like uh, so so that's why, for example, Fox uh, tried to do a last minute uh, uh, um, Daredevil movie that kind of fell apart at the very end. Uh, uh, right before the rights reverted to Marvel, uh, in in order to try and secure those, and then then they wound up uh, failing. Yeah. Um, it's been said uh, by many people, particularly ones who've seen the movie, uh, that that fan, the new Fantastic Four movie was another one of those like, holy crap, we got to retain the rights, so let's make a movie real fast, um, kind of uh, crap shows. But now that's going back, anyways. They're gonna yeah. Well, they're, I sure they're gonna are. at least make a deal like similar to the Spider Man deal where they share rights. Yeah, are that's really? gonna that's gonna be interesting. I, I, I think are they, they are. I think they are. Yeah. Well, what I, about I, the theme park attractions too? Right. I'm assuming the same spirit of negotiations would need to happen, right? Because doesn't Universal have uh, uh, you know, see, some, some Marvel I rides? They already did negotiations prior, uh, or either prior to or just after the acquisition, mm. uh, for for them to to keep like the Marvel Islands of Adventure. And uh, the other kind of Marvel-themed uh, parks uh, going under, you know, just just the way that they were. Essentially, yeah, they're licensed out for for theme parks. I was going to ask because, to my knowledge, I haven't seen any uh, Marvel stuff at Disneyland. But you know that could change. But I think their focus right now is on the whole Star, Star Wars land. Star Wars land, which oh, as it should sure. be. There you go, one hundred percent focus. Yeah, and that's oh, right. Yeah. I keep I keep meaning to mention that once once most of those uh, rides are up and going, I know they they turn on one at a time, but once we get most of them on, which I think is next year, right? Field trip? There might be a field trip in the day. <laughs> yeah. Yay. And, uh, so we'll swing by and pick you up on the way. <laughs> we all got to shack out at Christina's house. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, that yeah, that's happening? right. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna get like a cool suite right next to Disney and just kind of hang out all. And, like, I could a... do that because. Oh man, screw that! I'm sleeping in the Matterhorn, like in the basketball court. Yeah, there you go, in? right under the rim. <laughs> the Matterhorn is um called oh, uh, what is it called? It's a Star Wars name now. Oh really? Yes. Huh? The Cantina? Uh, no. no. Jabba's it's... Palace. 
Oh, not the Matterhorn. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Space oh, Mountain. Hyperspace oh, Mountain. Space Mountain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Oh, okay, okay. No, no. Oh, I was like, I don't know. Like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking wrong. You're mixing your mountains. Yeah, I'm mixing my mountains. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So Deadpool was definitely the uh, the runaway hit for me. The the Soso one, I'd have to say would would be the um, Ant Man. Yeah. I had some hopes about. I do like that whole micro concept, though. Yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's really, it's really fun for me. Movie I, I, I have. I had yeah. fun with the train scene. You know, that you even saw that oh, in the yeah, preview that because, fun. like, it went to the real high octane battle. But then when it zoomed out to our land, it was like boop boop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little toy train falls over. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> yeah. I loved that. Just kind of like the, the the two different angles that you could look at mm-hmm. the scene. You know, and I just loved that fun part about it. And, and I'm still hoping, still hoping. I know this is a, probably a stupid theory, but I still think that the Ancient One is going to wind up being the Wasp having fallen through the universe and gained mighty universal knowledge. Wow. Interesting. The who? The Wasp from Ant-Man. Oh, yes, yes. How she shrunk through the quantum realm and yes. so on and oh, so forth. Oh, there you go. And, and they're saying that magic is essentially accessing the quantum realm. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so uh, that would that was my 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 thought about it and and or my hope. <laughs> that would be an interesting thing to do. And it would yeah. explain why the hell the ancient one is a woman. Yeah, and why get rid of a character that's so important. It, turning her into this makes her still important, you know, and and around. Yeah. And yeah. and hearing you guys talk and the, your theories and stuff, I find it it would be interesting if all of us got together and wrote a movie. (laughs) People's minds would be blown. They'd leave the theater confused. (laughs) It would either be brilliant or a total shit show. Well, we have one brilliant actor. Jason's already an actor. Yes. There we go. I didn't say star in one. I meant. We'll all star in it. We're all, we'll all write it. I mean, no, that really would be. We could make one hell of a saga. Yeah, there you go. You know, cause it would take more than one picture to explain it because um, I just love that creative energy. You're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. You're absolutely right, Christina. I, mean, I am most of the time. No, I'm just kidding. Some, some, as long as I got those hey, rules right, then I'm good, right? It's on the, it's on the list someday, all right? Someday. First – First, there are other things to conquer. First, we're on the Geek Show. Then we're then some of us who are nearby will be helping with conventions and we're doing our own. And then and, 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 and then over time, getting to know more and more celebrities and more and more people. And then next thing you know, we're movie producers and starring in them and working with Chris Pratt. <laughs> there you go. Brilliant plan. <laughs> he is I local. love that. You could run into him at the Half Price Books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Chris, if yeah. you're listening, you know, we're all... Yeah. You might as well just join us now, because yeah. it's going that way. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Hey, could I give my pick of the list of? Oh yes. Yeah. So, uh, well, Jason, is there any other favorites mm-hmm. or things you want to bring up from the last year, and then we'll go into our yeah. our couple of interviews here. Absolutely. I'm just going to go ahead and say two things that I have not seen. Don't shun me too much. I have not seen Game of Thrones, any of them yet. Me neither. And I have not seen – I just can't do it. I will see it in the cinema at some point. I know it because I, I got to see it on the screen. But Batman versus Superman, I don't know why. I just can't get my hand to pull out money to pay for it. I don't know why. I'm having I'm having a block. I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen it yet either. So maybe we need to uh, kind of support each other in that and uh, 
and and just kind of just go do it. I, I don't feel like we're doing our community justice all if right, we have all right. seen. Jason, I'll go with you guys. I'll, I'll, con- I'll contact you somewhere this week and we'll we'll we'll, we'll work it out and we'll figure we out. Do it. All right. Okay. All right. Well, now, who's paying is... for me to get there? Come on now. <laughs> we'll nope. drive down to see you. It's road trip. <laughs> or you can meet me in L.A. because I'm actually in Orange County by Disneyland. You meet in L.A. and we'll just go to Hollywood. Just <laughs> I wish. I, I can't get out of work right now. No. I know. We can get harassed by folks in terrible costumes in front of uh, Robin's Chinese Theater. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that place is... Oh, I was there with some friends a couple of years ago and we're just walking around and my eyes are like bulging out of my head because I live in Orange County where, you know, the yuppies and the average people live. And then you've got the real creative souls walking around Hollywood. And I'm being nice when I say creative souls. <laughs> you, you're I, just a little bit scared at times <laughs> and sometimes you're just in awe. But then, then you see a famous person go, oh, crap, you know, keeps on your toes. <laughs> Yes, yeah, shoot. I didn't even recognize the last famous person that I saw right away. I feel, like, completely embarrassed about it, too. Who was it? Oh, so I was at con, and, like, it was day one, and Robbie Amell stopped by my table. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you didn't know. And, well, well, here's the thing. I saw him, and in my brain I'm going, God damn, that guy looks a hell of a lot like Robbie Amell. I mean, <laughs> it, it's like the resemblance is absolutely uncanny. Uncanny, but I'm not going to bring it up because like, he probably no, 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 all the well, time. Well, I figure, yeah, yeah, and I figure, you know, maybe it's some kind of like you know cosplayer going as like you know going as like like civilian firestorm or something. And I'm just like, well, hey, you know, I I don't want to you know say anything. And 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 like seriously, it was like maybe two hours later. And, uh, oh, 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 so he's looking through all my stuff. And, and, and at the end, he's like, looks at me. It's like, Hey, you got some pretty awesome work, dude. And like kind of walks off and I'm like, Hey, thanks. You know? And, and, and like two hours later, I finally get my copy of the program. Uh, and I look at him just like, Holy shit. Robbie Amell's a guest at the con. Gah! <laughs> <laughs> that was probably him. You know? Yeah. You're like, Shut up. And I have a Firestorm piece that I would have loved to have had him sign, but, you know, so I had a post on, uh, posted on it for the rest of the show. It's just like, I'm sorry I missed you the last time. <laughs> you should have put, Robbie Amell touched this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he at least saw the Firestorm, right? Uh, he, he went through pretty okay. much everything, yeah. so I can't... Because that is a pretty good one, yeah, I like that one. Okay, sir. I'm glad, you know, speaking of Emerald City Comic Con, I am so glad and happy for you, Rob. Rob, you guys, Rob did fantastic at the show. Uh, I think he was saying, what, it was one of your best shows, right? Oh, it was definitely my best yeah. show by... And, dude, um, guys, people were going nuts for his watercolors. I gotta tell you, that like like, like the Darth... Uh, Re- the <laughs> Kylo Ren. Kylo yeah. Ren. The Kylo Ren... There was a kid who was so happy that he got it. He was practically like just giddy, laughing, and almost Aww. crying all at the same time, right? Oh, Rob, is yeah. That, is that what I'm looking at right now, Rob, for your Skype picture? Uh, could is be. That, is that Kylo? Yes, the... it is. Yeah. It is. Nice. I want that on a t-shirt, man. Yeah, oh. really. <laughs> oh, that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Um, And who knows? You know, some things like that may happen at some point in the future. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because you also had a couple of pretty good visitors come by. We don't have to say more, but yeah. 
right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, let's do this. So while we were at Emerald City Comic Con, we got to talk to a few of the people who were there. I had given the list to everybody. So, and I asked them to pick their top three. And we would talk about the top three, li- at least listen to the interviews uh, right here on the show. So, um, go ahead. Uh, let me see here. Pause me a bit. Yeah, uh, there's a pen somewhere around here. I know it. <laughs> All right. So, so, Michael wrote, and Michael said that he wanted to hear... Gail Simone, who is a fantastic writer, um, Wonder Woman. Didn't she do Batgirl? Batgirl, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey, yeah. I mean, just holy cow. Secret Six. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, she's probably been in the industry around 20 years, right? 15, 20, something like that? Thereabouts nowadays. Right, right. Wow. It's hard to believe, but yeah, right? Whoa. And then... Uh, Whoa. Sorry, I'm still tripping out. Yeah, right? <laughs> and then uh, he chose uh, Ashley Eckstein. Mm, me too. Played, uh, yeah, me too. Uh, well, maybe she's going to be listened to then. <laughs> uh, plays Ahsoka Tano on, both on Clone Wars and now in Star Wars Rebels. Well, yes. And I love the lead, the lead out or the, uh, the plug she did for the show. Yes, there you go. That was awesome. Good for you for thinking of that. <laughs> that was great. So, uh, and then he said he wanted to see Tyler's goof. Me too. <laughs> Me too. So, uh, all right. So, yeah, I didn't compare with yep. Mike at all on this one, though. Okay, so. <laughs> uh, Christina, give me your top three then. Just for a minute. Well, Ashley, Tyler, and. Um, uh, um, hold on. Let me go look at the list real, real fast. I had the other one because I think I just went, hey, what, huh? Um, oh, Robbie and Mel. Okay. I have a picture with him, too. I'm curious about this whole almost burn the mic here. <laughs> <laughs> You're with Robbie and Mel? Yeah, actually. <laughs> and, uh,. Let's see, Jason. Did you? We got yours, right? No, I got the uh, Ashley Gale and uh, Tyler. Okay. Yep. Okay. Well, let's do that. <laughs> Too bad Tyler not here. Gone, uh, <laughs> I know, right? It's like let's. I guess we'll so just. So there were three, right? So uh, like, so no, let's, we'll yeah. just do this. We'll just play Gail Simone, Ashley Eckstein, Tyler, and Robbie Amell. Is that cool? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do, what did you have, Rob? Oh, uh, I was gonna go with another vote for Gail, so that's easy. Yeah. Um, and I was going to actually throw one in for Nolan North. I'm, I'm really kind of curious to see uh, what he says about uh, about uh, Uncharted. Well, and I'm curious to hear what he just sounds like. Actually, you know what? Not- His is really quick, so we could probably fit it in. All right. Huh. So here we go. Let me know if this works for you guys. I okay. certainly hope it does. And we may have to adjust this a little bit, depending. So let me know if you can't hear it or can you hear clicks? Yes. (laughs) Then you'll probably be able to hear it. All right. So let's. All right. Here's Tyler Brown goofing off. 
Yay, Tyler! Or maybe. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, there it goes. Hey, how you doing there, uh, Tyler? I'm doing okay. I'm thinking very much. <laughs> what are you geeking out about today? I'm geeking out about Dustin Nguyen and some Green Lantern funware. <laughs> awesome. Hey, it's pretty great. <laughs> so that's Tyler Goofy. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Uh, Nolan North. We said him, right? All right. Yep. Here's Nolan North, who plays Nathan Drake on Uncharted, like Rob was saying. But he's also played a number of side characters in like a million different cartoons, including you know some Transformers, I believe, and uh, especially like Star Wars Clone Wars and uh, Rebels. I think he's played like just like one-liners or just a side character or something. You know, he's got a lot of different one things like that to his credit. He's like one of the most prolific voice actors in in modern video games. Honestly, I like like yeah. uh, he also voiced over uh, uh, Deadpool, if I remember correctly, in the Deadpool game. Uh, he's he's done tons of like lead roles in video games. That's so awesome. All right, so let's listen to Nolan North. Emerald City Comic Con with Nolan North. You might know him from a bunch of Clone Wars acting, and he does Drake, Nathan Drake on Uncharted. Say hi to everybody, please. How you doing, everybody? What's going on? How's everybody enjoying the con here in Seattle? I think it's great. How do you? What do you think? Uh, you know, great cosplayers, great fans, and uh, Seattle's. We got the only weekend where it doesn't rain. It's beautiful. <laughs> Get up to this, the con if you're around. Cool. Thank you very much for your you time. Bet. Take care, guys. Nice. 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 So then, sure. so it, then, it sounded uh, like somebody was sparking one, like in the back of the interview. <laughs> there probably was. There was. I mean, there's a lot of places where, you know, <laughs> were clouds. I think. <laughs> but um, the uh, he had to go real quick somewhere. Yeah, and uh, so I just basically walked with him behind the curtain as they, as him and his handler were kind of going out. Because he really had to get somewhere pretty quick. But that so, was cool, though, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. To take the time and to... And to I, I don't know. That just says a lot about his character. He right? was basically like, yeah, walk with me, you know? Nice. And then when we got to the door, you know, that he was going in, he just... That was the end of the interview, you know? So that's when I said, okay, well, thank you for your time, you know? And then he said whatever he said there at the end and then walked yeah. to the door. So, I, I, I mean, if I had one more second, the next question would have been, Nathan Drake, Uncharted, you know? <laughs> but, you know. And then what do you geek out about, you know? Oh, sure, sure. But hey, you can only do so much when somebody's running somewhere. Yes, exactly. I mean, All right. He probably had to go to the bathroom and just wanted to be polite. <laughs> well, I was being polite. That's exactly where he was going. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I called that. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Interview in the men's room. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He was like, that would have been funny. Well, if you sit in the next stall. Oh, man. Uh, uh, well, you know, he That's needed... all kinds of imagery. We uh, no, should, no, no, uh... no. We don't need that. We're edit, edit out that. We'll edit that out. <laughs> all right. Who else? Let's see. We got... Uh... Robbie Amell. Yes. He played Firestorm. Um, what was his per real name there in the show, Rob? Robbie Raymond. There you go. Yeah. 
or Ronnie Ronnie Raymond. Ronnie Raymond, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and uh, so when they had the um, last, what was it? The last bubble thing that happened, he disappeared, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then they had to find a new guy to form with him to make the new Firestorm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. So Martin Stein made it out, you know, just fine, but uh, but Ronnie Raymond disappeared into the ether. Although, you know, there's nothing to say that we won't find him. Exactly. Somewhere. Yeah. He they if you don't have a full on body that has been turned into dust, of course, maybe that's not even true. Because didn't they turn that into dust in one of the Batman movies? <laughs> and they crap. came back. <laughs> He's the dude in the iron mask. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Oh, could that really be him? Oh. The iron mask? It could be. Oh, I, I never even thought of, of it being Firestorm. I thought it was perhaps another version of, uh, yeah, of, of Zoom, of, of, of right. Hunter yeah. Zombie. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I thought um, it was another version of him. But you're right, it could be Robbie, and he got sucked into the other Earth 2 universe or something, right? I mean, he was inside the bubble when, yeah, it, when yeah. it went away, or the, the tunnel, or whatever you want to call it. So it would make sense. That'd be it would cool. be to get him back. Yeah. Well, let's hear what he has to say. Or it could be Jay Garrick. That's yeah. That's what I was kind of getting. I like, like the real. Oh, Jay the Garrick. real one. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Huh. All right. Well, here's Robbie Amell. At Emerald City Comic Con 2016 Woo! with Firestorm himself, Robbie Amell. Say hello. What's up, guys? Hey, how does it feel to fly, man? I'll let you know if I ever learn how. <laughs> how do you do those scenes? Um, I get pulled up. Sometimes I get pulled up on a cable like 12 feet in the air, but most times I just jump and run off camera, and digital me flies off into the sky. Awesome, awesome. Well, hey, uh, since I'm a geek show, I always like to find out, what do you geek out about? Um, I'm a huge Batman fan. I really, really love the character, the franchise. I love Batman Beyond. I love Nightwing. I love... Uh, Batman Begins is probably my favorite Batman movie. Oh, cool. Keaton is probably my favorite Batman. Um, yeah, I'm just a huge Batman fan. If you ever got the chance, would you? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I would, it, a dream for me would be to play any form of, you know, I consider Nightwing more a form of I, Batman than Robin, know, to be honest with you. I was just going to say, I yeah. could see you pulling off a Nightwing. Oh, man. God, that would be a total dream come true. Batman, Nightwing, Batman Beyond, anything in, anything in that realm would be really awesome. Cool. Hey, Robbie, thanks a lot for this, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. I like him more. <laughs> yeah. No doubt, right? <laughs> Wasn't that cool? He talked wow. about Mayo. Yeah. Like, that was cool. That was super. I like, like, I, I totally agree with his assessment of Nightwing being more of a, like, more of a Batman on the continuum than a Robin. Yeah. Like, so spot on. Yeah. He, See, that's he... why I always contended that he wore blue when the Robins wore red. Because he graduated from being a Robin and was now more Batman level. Yeah. And his symbol was so much more, I don't know, I would say like baddish or sharp or something, you know? Mm-hmm. I always, I'm such a huge Nightwing fan. Like, like, like one of my absolute favorite characters of all time. But uh, if you got it, open up a picture. If you, if you got any of your uh, thing open, like if you haven't got him in your head i mean couldn't you see him as a nightwing yeah oh no i i, I as he was right? it's just like yeah i could totally see that you know especially 
kind of like that Greg Land era uh, Nightwing, where he was like real kind of like uh, close cut hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can uh, totally see that in, in a heartbeat. Can I ask a random question? Sure. How oh. are Robbie Amell and Stephen Amell related? Cousins. 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 I thought yeah. so. For a while, I thought they were brothers. They I did. I, I mean, they no, are. I I actually did think they were brothers until I got up there, and, and he says they're cousins. <laughs> I just, by how closely they how close they look, they could and talk brothers. You know, I mean, if 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 you knew that they were, if you didn't know for a fact that they were cousins, it's like you could totally make that assumption, and you wouldn't be an asshole for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did. That it was it was right when I got up there that he said they were cousins. So, yeah. That's I cool. wish you had Stephen Amell too. That would have been. Oh man, that would be cool. <laughs> Jason would have been there in a heartbeat. <laughs> he was so jealous because he didn't even realize Robbie Amell was there. Like I guess he he kind of likes the Amell family, or maybe just the stuff they've done. And uh, he was like, "Damn it, I wish I could have taken that ticket." <laughs> One of my friends, like three days, four days after the con, posted a photo with Stephen Amell, like in some random place, like like. Uh, I don't even I'm on I don't even know where it was. It might have been like a winery or some shit. Huh. Um He's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So so hey, who's to say that he isn't just gonna be around? I mean yeah. he's filming up in Vancouver, so just bump into him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well hey, go visit Bellingham. Maybe you'll run into him. Alright. So should we close with Gail Simone or close with Ashley Eckstein? Ashley. So we're going Gail first? Yes. All right. So bad. When you said Ahsoka, uh, Ahsoka, what? Um, Tano. Tano. It's like, 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 my first reaction is who? What are you talking about? <laughs> I, like, what, what you haven't that? watched a single Star Wars cartoon. Nope, I have not. No. I have not. Like, no. like, like, when you told me at the at the con that you had like a uh, like an, an interview with her, I'm just like, I have no idea who she is, but congratulations. <laughs> well, everybody else will really, really appreciate this. <laughs> and Ashley, if you're listening, now Rob will know who you are. <laughs> and I want all her workout clothes. I, I know, right? All of her clothes, her dresses she designs. And... Oh, yeah. Rob, your wife is going to want everything she makes. So yeah. get prepared for that, okay? Yeah. I'm going to have to go look her up now. Is Rachel there? Can she hear oh, this? Yeah. She's behind me. She can't hear all right. this. Um... All right. Well, here's, here's Gail Simone. I'm here at Emerald City Comic Con 2016 in Seattle. And... Oh my gosh, you are not going to believe who's sitting next to me, but it is the one and only Gail Simone. You know, birds of prey, Wonder Woman. I mean, tell us all about this stuff. How'd you get into comics? And I mean, do you, you Oh my gosh, career. that's such a long story. Actually, yes, I do love my career. Um, I got into comics as a young girl. It was a place where I discovered that there could be female protagonists that didn't need the handsome prince to come in and save them to live happily ever after. So I was attracted to that immediately, and then the adventure, uh, adventure stories. I'm a huge fan of, and you know, girl characters going out and creating their own adventures without them accidentally happening uh, is what attracted me in the first place. So I've been a comic reader and a, and a fan most of my life, and uh, then when I started just. I live in a really, really small town with no comic book store, so my community became online message boards at the time and stuff to talk about comics, 
and I just wrote a few pieces that were joking around kind of just for my amusement and a few people in the message board's amusement and that led to a column online oh, and wow. I wrote the column called You'll All Be Sorry at comicbookresources.com for quite a while and then um, editors started approaching me and so I some of my early first work was uh, for Simpsons Comics with Bongo and then uh, Deadpool with Marvel. Nice. Yeah, it's like one thing opens a door for something else and it just keeps going. Yeah, right? it's been amazing. Right from Deadpool, I went to Birds of Prey and yeah. stayed there for a good long while. <laughs> oh, yeah. Birds of Prey was just, I mean, so many people out there think that is just incredible. And um, that must have been right up your alley. I mean, a whole team of women. It was up my alley and it was also... You know, I'm really stubborn, I'm defiant, people probably realize that about me by now. And so my statement to, you know, the top people at the company at the time was, I, and to myself, is I am going to prove that these female characters have value to your company as more than just, you know, the love interest for the male characters or, or you know, female characters for the male characters to abuse or whatever. Or that they can, And or... also that we could have a book where the female characters were friends, they got along, they could go out on missions together, get shit done, and, um, and people would read it. Yeah. Oh, I know a lot of everyone out there. Myself, my friend Rob, like we're, everyone is just totally stoked about the Birds of Prey run, and it was just fantastic. And now I hear just one other quick comic question. All new Adam? I'm going to spit my coat here. <laughs> I love the all new Adam. I loved writing that. First of all, you know, when I always wanted to be a writer, but when the times when I didn't want to be a writer, I wanted to be a scientist. So I would go back and forth for a while when I was young because I loved science of any kind. And to be able to work on a book where you could have all this weird sciencey stuff and I got to meet Phil played and and you know do research and talk to actual some of our top scientists today was just like I geeked out incredible over that. That's and awesome. And then to be able to write an Asian superhero it was amazing. Yeah, it's so cool. So Gail, since we're a geek show, I always like to find out what do you geek out about? What are you really into? Oh my God, I have so many geek things. I love games. I love video games, oh. and I love board games and tabletop games as well. So I geek out about that. I have a huge, huge collection. Uh, much to my house's chagrin. <laughs> um, and then I really kick out over, I love Star Wars, I like, and I love the new Star Wars movie, and I'm really geeking out over girl Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, in the cast they pick. Yes. Isn't that brilliant? Yes, I just cannot wait for that to come out. That is something that I think I'm going to really, really love. I'm going to have to watch it twice because I have this strange feeling that I'm going to be laughing too much <laughs> through the first viewing. Uh, I think we all are. <laughs> Hey, Gail, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you so much. Have a great convention. You too. Thank you. Wow. I love Gail so much. Wasn't that awesome? That was, that was really great. That was I mean, super awesome. I mean, I mean, uh, I don't mean to say it was, you know, I, I was just like overwhelmed. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm talking to Gail so much. And we're keep on talking. And we're keeping on talking. And we're keeping on talking. And she's <laughs> keeping on going. You know, like... And she's telling this whole story, and I'm like, oh, this is great. Like, She gave a great interview. Yeah, yeah I, I, well, you know, some people might just be like, oh, you know, I started writing, and then like one thing led to another, and I got into comics. But she just went into the whole thing, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I totally appreciate that so much, that, that they were willing to take the time. Thanks for dropping all new Adam in there, by the way. I, I, <laughs> I greatly appreciate that. You know how much I love that book. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and uh, I mean, it was just something that was out recently, and, and it was very, 
a, it, was, it was different for her than her usual writing and just yeah very interesting in the way that the, the science was used i think it was great to hear from her that she actually got to meet some scientists and actually put real science in the book you know mm-hmm. and uh yeah i mean i figured i just had to ask that right <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, and by the way, with with uh, Ashley Eckstein, uh, Eckstein, I realized that that Rach doesn't have uh, her clothing offhand, but I'm wearing a piece right now. I'm wearing her Captain Marvel jacket. Ah, really? <laughs> it's a her universe jacket. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Because it was oh. funny. Like it's, I don't think it's on the interview, but I did ask Ash Ashley. I said. Uh, you know, there's like the shirt she was currently wearing. When I walked up, I was like, I want that, you know, like and she's like, well, the secret is that the one size up from the female size is the unisex size. Mm-hmm. So she goes on a lot of the clothing, you know, if it's, if it's obviously for girls, you know, she goes, so I don't think you can do that. But like the T-shirts and probably the jackets and things like that, if you just up the size, you'll end up it's it's really unisex. I'll tell you right now, I, I saw this jacket and I was going to make it work some one way or another. Let me yeah. tell you. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, cool. and yeah, hey, and if you're a big guy like me, a 3X uh, in women's will do you just fine. All right. <laughs> okay, so there. Well, let's just get right to it then. Here's Ashley telling us about her clothing and, what, <laughs> and more. Yeah. Uh, here we go. I'm here at Emerald City Comic Con 2016 in Seattle, and I am exceedingly super excited to talk to Ashley Eckstein, Ahsoka Tano herself. Say hello, and can you tell everybody how you got into this? Oh my goodness. Well, I'm so excited to be here at Emerald City Comic Con, and um, obviously the season finale of Star Wars Rebels just aired. Oh man, so, so good. Yeah, it's been an exciting time to be here and to talk about Star Wars and talk about Ahsoka. Cool. And uh, so, her universe, I'm loving this line. Has this been a dream for a long time? Were you able to start it before Star Wars, or did Star Wars kind of help you get to follow your other dreams? Actually, Star Wars allowed her universe to happen. Yeah. You know, I've always been interested in fashion, but acting was my first love. So I never thought I could actually go into the business of fashion because I was so focused on acting. Um, And never did I imagine that... Star Wars would allow me the opportunity to do both. So as, you know, having my foot in the door at Lucasfilm and and being a Star Wars actress allowed me to be able to pursue getting a license with Lucasfilm and start making merchandise for female fans because it didn't exist. And I wanted wanted merchandise made for me. Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm I'm loving, there's tons of stuff up there that I wish I could wear. (laughs) I'm always like, oh my gosh, I want one of those. Thank you. Thank you. It's definitely an honor. I mean, you know, you, you're you here at the con and you see that literally half the people here are women. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're not trying to say that this world is just for fangirls. It, it's not. It's, it's not just for men. It's not just for women. It's for everyone. Yeah. Well, and I like the fact that there's a lot of strong women coming into a lot of the different franchises. And, like, you have brought Ahsoka so far along on her journey and made it one of the most beloved characters in all of Star Wars. And I mean, I think all the fans appreciate everything that you've done, the great job you've done at acting. I mean, it's just, I mean, this show has just become better and better with every episode, and it's some of the best television in our opinion. 
Oh gosh, thank you so much. I mean, Dave Filoni and his crew, they've just done such an amazing job with the show and I'm honored to be a part of it. And what happens? Ahsoka lives? Like, uh, what happened? <laughs> Do you have a favorite action figure of the things that have been made of your character? You know, I think the the new um, six inch black figure is amazing? incredible. Yeah. Um, that probably is my favorite. Yeah, I was I, I saw one guy in line. He got it signed. I was so jealous because I haven't been able to find one yet. <laughs> uh, no, they're very hard to find. I just happened to luck out. I was at Lucasfilm on a day when they got a box of samples, so they gave me one. Oh, cool, cool. And since I'm a geek show, I always like to ask: Is there anything that you are currently geeking out about? Is there something that's just really grabbed your attention lately, like movie, TV, anything? Yeah, well, I mean, aside from Star Wars, which is yes, the obvious. Yes, of course, yeah. Um, I'm a huge Disney fan. Massive, massive Disney fan. And the new Alice in Wonderland movie that's coming out, I'm very excited about. My my Disney obsession is Alice in Wonderland. So, very excited for that to be coming out. And then maybe in second place is Captain America Civil War. Oh, yeah. You know, I also love Marvel, so huge, huge fan, and I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Do you hope to ever be able to do some work in Marvel? Or have you? You know what? I've been the voice of Dagger for Cloak and Dagger on oh, Ultimate okay. Spider-Man. Oh, okay. So that's been really cool, and I definitely hope to do more with Marvel. Awesome. Yeah, being, I mean, under the same company, Disney and Star Wars, it seems like you could work in both fields, you know? Yeah, you know, it's two different teams, but it's definitely been an honor to work with both. Wow. Well, hey, Ashley, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. And um, if possible, are you okay with just saying, I'm a, this is Ahsoka Tano. Thanks for listening to the Super Awesome Geek Show. Sure. Hi, this is Ashley Eckstein, voice of Ahsoka Tano, and thank you for listening to the Super Awesome Geek Show. Alright. Nice. nice. How awesome is that, huh? It sounded like you were fangirling out a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? They're <laughs> <laughs> bouncing up and down like... <laughs> like a little puppy. That's awesome. Nice. I'm actually talking to her. <laughs> and she's talking back. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she didn't just whip out two lightsabers and keep beating on me until I left the line. <laughs> and she just kept going and talking and chatting, and it's like, wow, you know. Well, it was like, uh, so yeah, it was, it was, it was. I guess I'll go all the way back. So I went to. I basically felt like I had the choice the day that she was signing. She was also doing a panel. And I really would have loved to have seen the panel and, and you know, listened to all the things that she had to say about the show and working on things like that. And then working on her clothing, I'm sure that would come up in there as well. But I decided to get in the line because I knew that if I didn't do that, I would probably be there till five or six o'clock at night, you know, in line. Okay. So I got in line early and I think within an hour I was through it and she, cause she went immediately from the panel to the signing thing. And about halfway through the panel, I heard that half the people in the panel got up and went to get in line. So the line grew to this huge thing by the time she showed up. So I did kind of have the right idea by getting in line early, but, um, still had to wait about an hour, which is okay. Now I'm not saying anything wrong with that. But I get up there and I just uh, asked and, and they were like, yeah, if you come back when, when we're done signing. So I was able to go to other panels, do other things for the whole rest of the day. And then at like five o'clock, I came back because I figured that's about when the line would be getting done. And sure enough, there was like maybe 10 people left in line. And I just waited till uh, they were all finished. I was sitting right outside the curtains 
And then once everyone was done, her uh, handler, which I guess ended up being like uh, an agent of sorts or something, uh, opened up the curtain, saw that I was there and was like, oh, good, you're here. And then she said, uh, I got to go through all the bills and, and count up everything and do all the paperwork. And she's like, so you got that. Basically, they were like, you got that long. So they let me sit down next to her, and I just kept paying attention to where the uh, her the the person was who was handling her paperwork, and <laughs> and when she was done and ready to go, I just quickly wrapped up the interview. You know, that's very nice. Well. So I had that. I just you know went with what I could fit in that time. You know, nice. Afterwards, I kind of feel like I should have ran with the uh, is Ahsoka Tano alive? You know, like uh, but. I, I kind of, you know, she talked about it a lot in line, and I heard about it, and I was kind of like, well, I, I, I kind of want to shy away from that and maybe talk to her about things that people might not bring up. Like, I think you like did just what you needed to do. Favorite yeah. action, yeah. like favorite, right. you know, I, I, if I had action figures made of me, I'm sure I would have a favorite. So I was like, I'm curious. That what, was a great question. You know, what do you like? You know, or do any of them suit you? Or are you kind of like weirded out by it? <laughs> you know, like... Because I, I could see someone being weirded out by it, you know? <laughs> oh, you, never mean... know you, you never know if you have the contact information. You can always see if somehow you can have her on again. Oh, yeah. yeah. You never know. You know, and, and that's the thing. You know, when you do uh, in a good interview like that that's respectful of the person's time, you know, there's a real decent chance that they would be interested in, in perhaps coming on again, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah and I've... I've interviewed, uh, I had the privilege of interviewing reality stars as they came off a television show. So I had to deal with handlers and tell them telling you, you know, you have five minutes, you know, Mm -hmm. or you have this much time. And so it's the questions you can ask on the spot in five minutes. And if you asked one question and they took up five minutes answering you, you were done. So, <laughs> yeah, but it's really awesome to be able to just ask someone question and they truly appreciate the time. And I think from their perspective, they appreciate you took the time to ask them a question and are able to talk to them. But in the same fact, they're under the gun of the person handling their well, and and, no. and she wants to leave too, because it's like right. you've been there all day, and, right. and oh, yeah. Rob can attest to this. You oh, are yeah. <laughs> tired. You are so tired at the end. You don't want to do anything, <laughs> you know. Oh, and and uh, you know, and, and and I know there's times, Rob, where you're like, oh, uh, Mateo Scalera's going out for a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'm going <laughs> oh. to fall over dead from being so tired. But you're. A uh, great artist, and I want to go. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, when you, well, you know, when it, when it comes to cons, you know, it's it's kind of like I I use my bipolar as almost a uh, as a as a benefit here because because I can kind of I can usually sort of ride my mania for that four days or three days usually. This four that fourth day really hit me sideways because because like at the end of day three, my body was going. Okay, we're done now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and my brain was going, "Nah, dude, you got like one more of these suckers to go." Um, well, and, and, yeah. and just being a visitor, I get really tired, and it's oh, yeah. it's very few. It it hasn't. It has been a long. Let's say this. It has been a long time since I've stayed till the convention closes, even with Emerald City. 
And uh, Star Wars Celebration was probably the first one in a long time, but that was because we had traveled so far and paid so much, and we were, like, eating up every second that we could. We were down there at, like, 3 in the morning, you know, like, oh, we're going uh-huh. in now! You know, like, you know, not really that early, but you know what I mean. We were just so excited all the time that we just sapped <laughs> up every minute of it. And then this Emerald City was the first one that I felt that super enjoyed by. I was... Just like every minute I was happy to be there and I stayed till it ended every single day and I was there early every day and um, and then I even went to two after parties. Thursday night I went to one and there was a, you know, a few people there that were uh, artists from Artist Alley, you know, probably you're your, like your level, Rob, and stuff and, and uh, it was great to hang out with them and then let's see it was saturday night was the gus lopez star wars party at at his place showing off all the props Mm. and i mean holy cow uh if you guys haven't seen it you got to tune into chris perillo's video Mm -hmm. and uh some of the stuff this guy has is just unbelievable and And watching chris's face as he's seeing (laughs) he's just like i and i heard it from you yourself but then it was like chris's face he's just like Oh my gosh! What you know, like it, it was. What just, am I seeing? You know, like yeah. Is this real? Can this possibly be? You know, like you own Jabba's tail. Like how can yes. that? You know, you go, and like Ralph McQuarrie's paintbrush. You own one. Jeez. <laughs> yes, that was the kind of stuff we saw, Rob. That's crazy, dude. He like the, you actually the, went to he bigger had the contacts. He had the mm-hmm. contact lenses for the Emperor. So I'm like, you have the Emperor's oh. eyes! <laughs> you know? Wow. No, I'll say that this year you actually went to kind of uh, bigger and kind of better like after parties than I did. Yeah. So, bravo, sir. I'll tell you, next year I'm allowed to bring a guest. So if you, uh-huh. you want to go? I am your best friend. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I, can, I can bring a couple guests. So, uh, back, yeah. back, back, back. Oh, That's sorry. Nice. Jason, you too, if you want to, you know. Hey, oh yeah. And, uh, and next year, and, if I go as well, I'll have a full booth. So. And don't forget your wives. You know, you, they'll be welcome if they want to meet us down there. Um, uh, if all goes well, I'll have a full booth to myself next year, so we can use that as a staging ground if need be. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. See, that's even big. Full booth. To See, yourself, you know, gotta... maybe maybe you should we should plan for that, Christine, if you to come, because uh, I also got a friend, Chris Sultan, and his wife and then maybe uh, their friend Joe uh, from Brews and Blasters. You guys all know them. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they, they might come out here for that because they want to go to Gus's party too. (laughs) So, uh, you know, and, and I'm sure if I, I mean, I'm going to have to ask Gus, but I'm, I'm hoping that he will be uh, open to that since they are within the star Wars community doing such great podcasts and YouTube stuff. And then uh, Rob would get in just showing that, you know, hold up the watercolor and <laughs> there you go. You know, it, it, hey, that's the, those, are all, those are all the people that they invite. They invite people who are in the community. And honestly, since you guys are all on the Super Awesome Geek Show, I bet that would mean that you are all in the community and would be on, could, would be able to go, you know, because yeah. he gets, um, I mean, there were people from all over the country that were there, and they came in just for this event. And and a lot of people who work in the Star Wars field somewhere, which is why Gus has access to these things. Mm-hmm. They worked for Kenner, uh, or you know, he knows people who worked for Kenner. He knows people who worked 
like he's already got Force Awakens props because he knows people who work on the sets and work on the, uh, you know, at Lucasfilm and things like that. So sometimes those people show up and you're cool. you don't even know it. You're just talking and having wow. a drink with this person about your collection and your stuff and what you love about Star Wars and how much they love Star Wars. And then you walk away and someone goes, did you know that the guy you were just talking to was blah, blah, blah? And you're like. No, I had absolutely no idea. <laughs> you know, like, why didn't you tell me that before then? You know, like, maybe I would have, of course, been like, uh, I can't talk to you. I have to go get another drink. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Troy meeting, uh, meeting, uh, 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 oh, oh, damn it. Uh, like, who knows? One day I could be sitting there while you're thinking about who oh, you're talking Oh, LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton. It's, oh, it's like yeah. Troy on Troy oh, yeah. meeting uh, LeVar Burton. And he's like, <laughs> you can't disappoint a picture! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was well, going to say, wouldn't it be funny if I'm sitting there talking and then I all of a sudden go, you know, and you, you really do look a lot like George Lucas. That's funny. And he's like, uh, it's because I am George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've known Gus for 20 years. What are you talking about? Jeez, <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> but he had a, he had a lightsaber from just about everybody, even side characters. Like the it was like lightsaber from the guy who was second from the left next to this guy in the Geonosian battle. You know, Dang and then you're like the guy next to him in the Geonosian battle, the guy next to him in the Geonosian battle. Then it's like the Twilight next to him in the Geonosian battle. And then it's like. Mace Windu, Obi-Wan <laughs> Anakin Skywalker, the person on the other side of Anakin Skywalker, you know, and, and, you're like, and then it's like Jango Fett's guns, you know, and you're like, what the, uh, how do you have all of them, you know, Count Dooku's, it was like, ah, uh. damn, <laughs> That's cool. that sounds incredible, I mean, just, just to see that kind <gasps> of history there, you know, yeah, it is, it is a walk through history, yeah really is. And it's great to have people who preserve that stuff because, yeah. you know, you look at some of it and you go, why didn't that end up in the trash? You know, it, sh it, it looks like just something you would use that one time and just throw it away. Mm -hmm. But people kept this stuff. It's almost like they knew, like, this is something different. This is something special. We should hang on to this, you know, because some of these things, there's only one in the world, you know. Oh, for sure. And it's just kind of like, because they only needed one. They built one prop, and that was all they needed. You know, one little mock-up or whatever I'm saying. Like, oh, here's the mock-up of the Millennium Falcon, what we think it might look like. They put their stamp of approval on it, and then they make a real model. Well, why didn't you throw away the paper one? Right. and You know, what was like, it? you didn't need you it watch... anymore. You know what I mean? You were making the real models. You got the stamp of approval. Why keep it, you know? Yeah. Right. And if you watch uh, Chris's vlog... Um, you'll see that he shows prototypes of figures that either were made or weren't made. Like this was a prototype and they decided not to go with it. And it's just like the white or gray little yeah. piece. And it's like what could have been or was actually made. And that was that was interesting to see, too, in his vlog because it was really cool. It's like, whoa, that was. And I think in one part he said this is a prototype for, and I forgot what it was. And, and I don't think it was something that was made. And I think he was like, bummer. I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. Um, exactly. But, um, I had that cool, but I do have a question for you. 
right. So I'm going to take the, the, the like microphone, so to speak, and <laughs> be, okay, so John, this is your second year. Reflect in two sentences or less uh, <laughs> what this podcast and all the people you've talked to and host co-hosts that have come alongside you what does it mean to you there you go oh wow okay okay you can go more than two sentences i'm just you know, <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> you know what it means is that i i feel as though the community at large in the geek that, that everyone's who's into this geek culture and the nerds, you know, all of us together have sort of helped me find who I truly am. Do you understand? Do you get that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like I finally feel like I'm doing what I was supposed to do. Some, I don't know if that makes any sense, but it just feels right. I have so much fun doing this show, talking to all these people and, I just keep getting reminded of, um, was it Oprah Winfrey? Someone, when she was a kid, she walked up and someone said to her, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she was like, well, I just enjoy talking to people. And they went, well, you can't make a living doing that. (laughs) And look where she is now, you know? Exactly. And it's like, you know, yeah, I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy meeting new people, especially in this culture that we have that you know that surrounds the comics and movies and games and all these things that we love you know and i love that they're into so many things like that like gail said i love board games and tabletop games you know and it's just kind of like wow you know so do we and so do you know we have piles of games around you know like you're just like us there's no you know it's and that's what i love about it you get to know these people and i'm i'm so thankful that they share their time like you know everyone who did who we put on here today you know gail and ashley and robbie Amel, nolan you know it was just and tyler it's just like so i'm so appreciative that they're willing to give even just that one minute or that walk while we're going to the restroom you know what i mean or Right. Like like last year when the first year I was doing this when I met um oh what's his come on he was on Die Hard and he was the guy in charge of the airport security and all that uh <laughs> you mean uh, the 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 guy who got that snappy run hey what sets off metal detectors first uh, the lead in your ass or the shit in your brains <laughs> <laughs> that guy not not the <laughs> cop the 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 other guy he was in the uh he actually went with him and got shot you know what i mean like went with mm-hmm. I know that co- the cop ended up uh, being good too you mean uh uh dennis uh something or other crap uh i thought his name started with an a here uh no uh <laughs> i'm looking it up now art evans art evans oh yeah. Okay, totally thinking of a different guy then, I guess. You're probably thinking of Reginald Phil Johnson. No, no, no. I'm oh. thinking of other guy. Okay. That uh, guy, Dennis, the guy over there uh, in the corner. <laughs> or Dennis Franz. The captain. Oh, that captain. Yes, yeah. He was in the same movie, yes, as Art Evans. Yeah, that was the police guy. Uh, Dennis Franz was the police guy, Captain Carmine Lorenzo. 
But Leslie Barnes is who Art Evans played, who was like up in the uh, control tower with them and everything. Oh, he's the one who went out to the. And he went out with the... them in the snow to the other place, but I think yeah, had... to the to the other yeah. tower to try and fix it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. There you go. Well, we he was like. I saw him by the elevators, and he's like, well, yeah, let's talk while I go get a sandwich, <laughs> you know? And he was so nice. I mean, a lot of people, I could just see, like, I, you know, and I'm kind of like, oh, no, 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 sir, I, I, I'll, I'll leave you to eat. You know, I'm not going to bother you while you're eating. That's just weird, you know? But he's like, no, he goes, I'm, you don't need to sit there and watch me eat. I'm saying just come with me while I go get the sandwich, you know? So yeah, I yeah. got a That's quick cool. minute or so, minute or two in while he was, while we were walking to the deli, you know? <laughs> I love and, the, the down the earth people. I yeah, think. yeah. Yeah. No doubt. And exactly. it's, it's awesome that just to get that minute, you know, I don't, it, it doesn't have to be a half hour or whatever, just a minute, you know? And if we keep talking, we keep talking. <laughs> so I'm, I just want to, I'm very appreciative to all the guests and all the people we've had on. And, uh, you know, I just want to say thanks and thank you everybody for helping me figure out who I really am, you know? (laughs) And, you know, I'm, I'm happy to meet you and celebrate this two years with you because I think you've done an amazing job. Or you could say maybe accepting who I am. There you go. Because, I mean... There's probably a part of me that's always known I'm a big geek and I've loved comics and games and Star Wars and all this stuff since I was a little kid. It never went away, you know. There were times where I tried to put it away and keep it in the closet or just put it in like cabinets or something and not have much on display. But then why? Why have it if you're not going to have it out? So now it's everywhere and it's like this is who I am. Right. You know, and... It's like... It's like... Wearing fancy clothes during the day and people see you out and you're wearing like a nerd shirt or a Star Wars shirt or some fandom shirt. I didn't know you like that. You know what I mean? It's like, well, yeah, that's who I am. You just don't see me regular. So, you know what I mean? It's like it's like taking off the fancy clothes and being like, this is who I am. I, you know, yeah, and and just you get to be in it all the time. Yeah, it, right. Exactly. Exactly. And I can't say how much happier I am. I mean. You know, since that having that breakdown last September, it was like that we talked about in what was it, episode 67? And uh, am I really starting to remember all the episodes that we've talked about everything? And holy cow, (laughs) kind of scary, impressive, dude. (laughs) But, um, you know, it's I guess that was kind of an eye opener after coming out of that and realizing, you know, I want to do this kind of stuff i want to be the geek and i want to put on shows and be there for everybody and get groups of people together and you know which by the way you know part of why i was just on time today was because i was at chris perillo's house and uh, he gave me the grand tour of his darth vader collection which is the biggest okay like he's got way more stuff than i do in his place, it's all Darth Vader. Oh, mm. nice. So, like, 
I'm like, you know, you look around and you go, oh, you know, and then, and then when you think you see it all, he's like, oh, then come in this room or come, then come upstairs. And you're like, there's more Darth Vader's like, holy cow, Jeez. you know, Darth Vader shampoo, Darth Vader band-aids, Darth Vader things, Darth Vader clocks, Darth Vader hands, Darth Vader whatever's, you know, it's like everything that was made, toothbrushes, everything, all, every single action figure ever made in the packaging, out of the packaging, you know, like candy jars cookie jars everything that's awesome and it's impressive i was like wow this is it's amazing you know nice and uh yes and then so we're and we're really moving forward with uh getting it looks like there might be a place in renton and uh it'll be september october probably wonderful and uh and we'll we're looking i he's estimating somewhere between it there's we got to go look at the floor but we think there's room for 50 to 80 vendors and it'll probably just be a big vendor event you know so Mm -hmm. um you know we're not well you know if we can get someone to come then more power to it but you know right now we're just saying we'll, we'll just make sure we get the vendors and we're able to cover our costs and things like that and move forward from there learning from this one and as we go on, you know, it's time to say goodbye to all our company. <laughs> yes, it's was that kind of a Muppet song? I don't know. It's the Mouseketeers. Oh, Mouse. oh, it was yeah. Mickey Mouse. Mouseketeers, he said. Okay, okay. I get it. It's been so long since I've seen a Mouseketeers. Wow. Random songs stay in my head. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Thanks for coming on, Jason, Christina, Rob. Yay. Happy to be here. Happy anniversary, Geek Show. Yes, yes. happy anniversary. Two years. Two years. Yay. Here's the two more. Yay. Cheers. Thanks to everybody who has joined as a host, co-host, uh, even in the smallest amount, like Justin, you were on for one show. That was great. Daryl and Derek have been on a couple shows. Uh, Lee Grooms have joined us a couple times, so... Um, you know, thanks to you guys as well as the ones who join us regularly, like you folk on today. Indeed. And, uh, yeah, two years old. Fantastic. Too bad J- <laughs> Jason would have been here, but he was he's just on his vacation. So he says, I don't think there's going to be any way. I'm going to be so far out in the woods in the middle of the mountains that there's no cell service, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, happy anniversary to Jason, too. He, yep. he could be being eaten by a Bigfoot right now. We just don't right know. As we speak. Yep. Or a cougar. <laughs> An older lady? No. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, I know, right? That's why, that's why he's unavailable. Oh, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His wife might not like that. <laughs> oh. Or maybe she would. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. See you guys later. Talk to you right. again on the Super Stay Awesome Geek Show. Yeah, Woo-hoo. go with it. Stay <laughs> geeky out there, everyone. Mm. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. See you later. You've been listening to the Super Awesome Geek Show with John Adams, Jason Rigdon, Eric Locke, Matt B., and Rob Clifford. The Super Awesome Geek Show is part of Kingdom of the Geeks. We put up new episodes every Friday. You can find us on iTunes and on the website at superawesomegeekshow.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash superawesomegeekshow. Follow us on Twitter at awesomegeekshow. 
And if you'd like to help, you can support us on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Super Awesome Geek Show. Or make one of the purchases of our fine toys, art, and collectibles on the eBay store, stores.ebay.com slash Kingdom of the Geeks. All your support does help, and we really, really appreciate it. If you'd like to be on the show, just contact us, superawesomegeekshow at gmail.com. Well, that about wraps it up. Thanks a lot for listening, and see you next Friday on the Super Awesome Geek Show! Super Awesome Geek Show!